Welcome to the 10-Minute Play Podcast. I am your host, Everett Robert, and today we are doing something a little different. In light of recent events in Florida, I am breaking from my usual schedule to present to you my thoughts and prayers. I speak for the dead. I tell their stories. Listen as their blood cries out. Binghampton, New York, April 3rd, 2009, 10.30 a.m. An Immigration Services Center. A man enters. Sounds like a bad joke. It's not. He's blocked the back exit with his car, and he enters the front door armed and wearing body armor. He opens fire on a class of immigrants wanting to become American citizens and the receptionists. Three minutes later, 14 people are dead and four are wounded. People of Big Hampton are in my thoughts and prayers. Seven months later, November 5th, 2009, Fort Hood, Texas. A psychiatrist, a man trained to help others deal with the stress of combat, walks up to the army base where he works and opens fire on his fellow soldiers, on civilians. Ten minutes later, 13 people lay dead and 33 are injured. My thoughts and prayers with the soldiers of Fort Hood. February 12th, 2010. Three months have passed. Huntsville, Alabama. It's a normal, routine meeting of the biology department. Earlier that day, Professor Amy Bishop had taught her regularly scheduled classes. Everyone said she seemed perfectly normal during the lecture. At 4 p.m., she walks into a regular, normal meeting, pulls out a 9mm handgun, and kills three of her colleagues and wounds three more. University of Alabama, my thoughts and prayers are with you. August 3rd, 2010. Six months have passed. Omar Thornton, a truck driver, was called into the offices of Hartford Distributors for disciplinary purposes. He is given the choice of resigning or being fired. He signs the resignation papers, but instead of leaving, he pulls out two Ruger SR9 semi-automatic pistols, shoots eight people injures two more. He then calls his mother, tells her what has happened, and turns the gun on himself. My thoughts and prayers are with the families. Five months go by. It's now January 2011. It's a Safeway parking lot in Arizona. Congressman Gabrielle Giffords is holding a meeting in the parking lot when a 22-year-old man pulls out a gun and shoots 
representative Giffords in the head and point blank range before turning his gun on the other stair. Gabriel Giffords miraculously survives. Six others do not. Among the dead, nine-year-old Christina Taylor Crane. There is nothing safe here. My thoughts and prayers. Nine months later. October 12th, 2011. 121 p.m. Police respond to reports of shots fired at a hair salon in Seal Beach, California. A shooter is armed with three handguns and has reloaded at least once during the attack, which has lasted two minutes. There were about 20 people at the salon at the time of the attacks. Six are declared dead at the scene. Three survivors are taken to the hospital, where two of them later die. Eight dead, including the shooter's ex-wife, who was the target. There had only been one murder in the previous four years in Seal Beach, California, which is now the site of the worst mass shooting in Orange County. April 12, 2012, a 42-year-old man who has been expelled from his Christian college returns with a 45 caliber handgun and opens fire. Three minutes pass, and we have the fourth deadliest university shooting in United States history, with seven lay dead. It is also considered the deadliest mass killing in Oakland's history. Three months passed, and we start moving back east to Aurora, Colorado. It's just past midnight, and a group of fans are watching the latest Batman film. A man enters, wearing what looks like cosplay, like other audience members. Some thought he was playing a prank, or this was a publicity stunt. Not. And in less than 10 minutes, 12 are dead and 70 are injured. In the aftermath, he was mistaken for a police officer due to the tactical clothing he was wearing before being arrested. Less than a month passes when 40-year-old Wade Michael Page fatally shoots six worshippers on a Sunday morning at his temple in Wisconsin. Two months later, another shooting in Wisconsin, another estranged couple, and another hair salon. The shooter arrives via taxi, wearing camouflage. When he doesn't see his ex-wife's car, he goes to a nearby Burger King and eats along with the cab driver. They return to the spot at 11.09 a.m. The shooter enters, is confronted by his ex-wife, and in less than 15 minutes, four people are dead and four injured. The first person he shot, a pregnant woman who survived. December 14th, 2012, another two months gone, 
we debate and argue in coffee shops and restaurants, on Facebook and Twitter, at family dinner tables and across the internet. That morning, 20 children go to school in Sandy Hook, Connecticut. 20 children who won't come home. It takes Adam Lanza less than five minutes to kill 20 children between the ages of six and seven, along with six adults. My thoughts and prayers are with Is this it? Is this when we wake up? Is this when we do something? No, it's not. They keep coming one right after another. June 7, 2013, Santa Monica, California, a domestic disturbance bleeds onto a college campus and six lay dead. September 16, 2013, Aaron Alexis fatally shoots 12 people at the headquarters of Naval Sea Systems Command in Washington, D.C. April 2014, a return to Fort Hood, Texas, Six in Isla Vista, California. Nine in Charleston, South Carolina. Five in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Nine in Roseburg, Oregon. Fourteen in San Bernardino. Fifty. Orlando, Florida. Fifty people dead in a gay nightclub. Killed by a man who illegally purchased guns after being investigated for ties to ISIS and terrorists. Fifty people who will never grow old. Fifty people who will never walk a beach again, or sing again, or dance again, or laugh again, or will love again. Fifty families who will never be the same. And it doesn't stop. October 1st, 2017, Las Vegas, Nevada. People are having fun watching Jason Aldean perform, singing along with friends and strangers. Just like that, 58 lay dead, over 500 injured. It now stands as the worst mass shooting in the United States history. And I can't even comprehend the worst mass shooting in U.S. history. Has that phrase lost all meaning? How many will be next? 60? 75? 100? How many does it take? And yet, it's still keeps happening. February 14th, 2018. Valentine's Day. Parkland, Florida. Marjorie Douglas Stoneman High School. Nicholas Cruz, a troubled 19-year-old who dreamed of being a professional school shooter, takes an Uber to the school he had been expelled from along with an AR-15 and multiple magazines he legally purchased. 
In less than 10 minutes, 17 students and teachers are dead. 15 more injured. They were teachers protecting their students. They were soccer players and trombonists, swimmers and dancers, basketball players who had big dreams, kids who were loved by their families, adults who were loved and respected. My thoughts and my prayers, our thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. How long does the sentiment last? Thoughts, prayers are easy. Thoughts and prayers are cheap. Thoughts and prayers are convenient. But thoughts and prayers are too often where sentiment ends. Thoughts and prayers are not an excuse for the abdication of responsibility. Thoughts and prayers are not the end-all, be-all. Speak for the dead. Take action for those who cannot. I offer my thoughts and my prayers. Thank you, they say. But it's not enough. It never was. That was My Thoughts and Prayers, written, directed, and performed by Everett Robert. For more information on My Thoughts and Prayers, you can go to emergencyroomproductions.com or find it on the New Play Exchange at newplayexchange.org. This has been the 10-Minute Play Podcast, where we present to you a new play in 10 minutes or less. Music for this episode was provided by Movie Theater. The song is called Goodnight Kiss, is licensed under an attribution, non-commercial license. You can find out more about Movie Theater at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash movie theater. Thank you for listening to the 10-Minute Play Podcast, where we present to you a new play in 10 minutes or less. The 10-Minute Play Podcast is copyright 2018 Emergency Room Productions, hosted by Everett Robert. Please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify if you enjoyed this production. More information on Emergency Room Productions can be found at emergencyroomproductions.com or on Facebook backslash emergency room productions or on Twitter at E.E. E. Robert. Mm-hmm.